Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 51. This is IGN's best and only Xbox 360-centric podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hopper, the head of IGN's Xbox channel. Joining me today are locksmiths Peter Eichmanns. What's up, everybody? And a special guest, executive editor of IGN Tech, Mr. Scott Lowe. This is uh, my first time on the podcast. I'm uh, pretty excited about this. Welcome aboard. Well, because I've been on Beyond, and let's be honest, that podcast sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, all cards on the guys. table. Uh, and and uh, to be honest, I, I can't remember the last time I turned on my PlayStation 3, let alone played it. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely kind of an Xbox fanboy, so thank you guys for having me. Fantastic. Thanks for being on, Scott. Woot. It's great. Um, we've got a few things to talk about. Yes. Um... First up, this week, Forces of Nature, the most recent uh, Gears 3 DLC pack went live, and Pete's going to talk to us a little bit about that. He's played it quite extensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about a new rumor that came out this week about the Xbox, um, like well, a, a, Xbox a version Lite? of the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Xbox Lite, whatever they want to call it, uh, not having a disk drive and all kinds of other weird crap. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, it's pretty awesome that we have Mr. Scott Lowe to talk about some of that stuff since he is the tech guy. He knows secrets. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And we're going to talk about the uh, new apps that just went live on Xbox Live this week, some of which were hugely anticipated. So, to start us off, Pete, tell us about Forces of Nature. Man, Gears of War 3, it is the final piece of DLC in the... If you bought a season pass, mm-hmm. this is the last thing you get for free. Wow. Which actually is kind of curious to me, because I think if you add it up, season pass was what? I think $40 for Gears of War 3? Yeah. And like if that. you add it up, you're only actually saving like 5 bucks by hmm. buying the season pass versus all the map packs. Wait, so we're not talking about the Sandra Bullock movie, Forces of Nature? That's, <laughs> that's, Scott's, that's, he's about, he's we storming can. out right I'm now. I'm out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's a $10 map pack for anyone who doesn't have the season pass. 800 Microsoft points. Uh, five maps, three new ones, two old ones. And the, I guess the theme to this one is weather. It's force of, the forces of nature. Like there's a, a map oh, yeah. called Artillery. And you see at the start of the match like a tornado forming in the distance. And it'll mm-hmm. slowly get closer and closer to the map till it kicks up uh, an actual sandstorm in the map. And you can't see anything. Much like, um, what's that level? The... Sandbar, sand trap, sand something. The you talk about the base that was in the beta, like that yes. one. Yeah. Uh God, I can't remember the name of it off the table. Sandbag. Yeah. Something. Sandbag. <laughs> sandbag. <laughs> Definitely something with sand. Ever. And you guys are just shaking your heads right now, and being like, Ah, why don't they know this? It's so simple. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing with a lot of these levels. Like the vision's kind of obscured. Like there's the new version of Raven Down, which is that classic, like really tight uh, map that looks like a plus sign with a mm. raven in the middle uh now is it in the middle of a snowstorm so it starts snowing lightly then snows more and more and more until the same thing you can't really see because you're kind of in a blizzard and then there's a map called cove which has nice cool fog effects it has this kind of greenish hue to it Mm -hmm. and um jacinto is now just in the pouring rain and emulsions coming up through the streets and then it's the last one Uh, aftermath which is just like a clear sunny day in the aftermath of some kind of crazy storm because there's literally like this cruise ship just in the middle of the city like it got swept in all pretty cool maps um kind of a focus on tight quarters mainly because mm -hmm. of that vision blurring and fog and all that business i I like that when they when they throw that into like multiplayer levels because um you know you you really 
you can have big wide open maps where you have a lot of different like strategical ways to go like you but you're not like you're not risking getting sniped in those yeah. scenarios uh which I, it's, which I really appreciate it's like uh what is it the modern warfare level uh that was like that really tight quarters one that had like the dust storm roll through like that kind of stuff really kind of changes up the gameplay in an interesting yeah. way and it's cool mm-hmm. like uh the ma- it's more maps, you know? Like, we all know Gears of War 3 is really good. The multiplayer mm-hmm. is super fun. So it's more maps. And if you're the kind of person who wants more content to keep playing this, like, it came out, I guess it's been about six months, a little over six months. Yeah. Um, wow. Like, it's, it's awesome. It's more stuff. And people, I wrote up a preview, and people were immediately in the comments saying, but you forgot to talk about Guardian Mode, which is a mode that's back from Gears 2. Mm-hmm. And there's also this... Uh, what I think they're called elemental cleavers that you find in Horde Mode. Like, the, yeah. the big dudes with the cleavers, there's ones that are, like, electrified and... Have different plasmas on them and are just kind of crazy and effective in that way. I do way. love the cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so useless, yeah. but it I, is pretty badass. I, I was playing um, Horde mode early on when it when it first came out. And I was playing it with like uh, Tina Palacios and her husband, and um, like they were playing all conservatively, and I would just like run out and grab the cleaver and, and, and <laughs> just go for it. And I, I would spend the entire game like just running around cleaving people, um, <laughs> and they got super annoyed because I'd always get downed at the, you know periodically. So like, uh, yeah, big fan of the cleaver. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, more gears. Um, if you guys watched Up at Noon, the uh, Up at Noon with Greg Miller on our Start <laughs> IGN Start channel, yes. there was uh, an interview with Cliff Blazinski, and while well, they obviously didn't outright announce any gears four or any kind of gears, mm-hmm. he definitely said gears like. So what? Greg asked him, so what's going on with gears four? And he's like, oh, we're not making it. You know, we hate money. <laughs> Which basically just says, yeah, you know, they're going to be Same. doing more gears is coming, but I we do just don't know what it the is. Frank response exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So, in terms of uh, getting back to Gears Three, though, yeah, like what's next? I mean, are, do you think they're going to keep doing DLC and just have I know non-season um, pass related? I was, I thought it was good, but not great. The Rom Shadow DLC, like yeah. the story stuff. So there's there's a chance they might try another angle at that. Maybe they were just mm-hmm. testing the waters with Realm Shadow. And I know a lot of people felt kind of the same way as I did. Like, oh, it's good, but yeah. it's not like, oh my god, you need to get this right now. Right. Um, so they might do that, but then at the same time, depending on what kind of DLC they do next, it might feel like a slap in the face to anyone who bought a season pass. That's true. And now only got three map packs and then, you know, some single player content. Yeah. And it seems that they just kind of threw everything out way too quickly. I mean, if this is a season pass. Yeah, it should be like a year. Yeah. You'd think that they would at least try to span it out a little more, but it, it does seem like, you know, oh, there's a content drop happening constantly. What I could see happening is, uh, season pass version two. Or mm-hmm. season two pass or something, and yeah. then they do another six months or more of additional content. That's just a guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's worth uh, worth keeping an eye out for. But I, what I love about Gears <clears> is <throat> I've done a lot of these pre, kind of map overload overviews and previews of the pa- different packs that have come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the game that every time, it, like I put it down for a few months because we get so busy playing other stuff, and every time I go back to it, I'm like, why am not why am I not putting in a little time into this every day? You know, like every night. Why don't I make this the game that I invest? all my time, free time and skill into. Because I, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. But then I, that's, I get the same feeling when I go back to Battlefield 3. And the same feeling... No, those are the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it's funny because, like, um, you know, Activision's really cha- changed the game in terms of, like, uh, like regular DLC with Modern Warfare 3, which, right. you, know, um, you know, with the regular drops. And, and they've kind of changed the model in the way that... Um, you know they can do it in small little bites where it's like you know three new maps or like it or less or mm-hmm. and 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 really kind of drive value that way 
before like that concept of the season pass. And, yeah. and I and I would really love to see more uh, games really kind of adopt that kind of uh, that kind of model because for me like waiting around for massive updates is far less preferable than just simply getting like a new map to shake bits and keep pieces. Things yeah, yeah, because it keeps things interesting. It you know makes people interested, but you know it's not something that takes so long that you lose a lot of momentum because I, I i'd love to see the stats but i'm sure like you know usership between like when battlefield 3 launched and when the first map pack launched which was like you know fairly later on yeah, like two months mm-hmm. later almost. yeah i'm sure there was like a major drop in between obviously two months isn't super long but you know if we're looking at something like the new uh close quarters yeah that's like six yeah. months yeah after that's, yeah that's nuts so yeah. i mean and what we saw we don't know much about the the full dlc plan but yeah. what we saw a few weeks ago is there are three giant dlc packs coming to battlefield 3 but they kind of span the entire year yeah there's a right. lot of waiting in between these different things yeah well and, and obviously for like you know the the pc community there's like mods and those yeah. sort of thing, like where you can like you can really kind of keep things interesting and like there's a lot of control in terms of like uh you know the, the game types and that sort of thing but you know for console users you're just kind of screwed um yeah uh, for for a while well kind of mm-hmm. as make turning that into our segue i mean i think we kind of covered gears 3 uh yeah. battlefield 3 has this new update coming yeah it hit playstation 3 already i think it's on pc today and they claim it's coming to 360 asap i don't know it might have happened same time as pc but right. they never had a hard date on it but yeah. basically what this update is bringing ton of bug fixes and balance issues mm-hmm. um but it's bringing paid unlocks called shortcuts right. where if you pay like 40 or 50 bucks you can unlock every vehicle upgrade every weapon for every class and then it's like five dollars per class or yeah or like you that. can pick packs for certain classes yeah. or certain vehicles and all mm-hmm. that which is something that you could easily get mad at and be like oh these people are just you know taking the easy way out but they did it for bad company too and since it's not like a, a gameplay a game breaker it's not like you can pay your way to skill yeah uh for those of you who have already unlocked it like you're just gonna see these people running around with rifles they don't know what to do with and equipment they don't understand and i think it poses interesting benefit to um you know players who aren't necessarily just trying to rank everything up all at once like for me i play mostly uh you know engineer and Mm -hmm. sniper like but i don't really play assault or um you know support as much so um you know, and when I do, it's very contextual. It's yeah. like you know, okay, so like I'm I'm getting bogged down by this guy, and like you know, the the um, 40, UMP forty five isn't cutting it for my yep. engineer class. All right, I'm gonna switch over to assault for a second, but I don't really have everything unlocked, so I you know, like it really kind of limits my ability to like, kind of wander into that. But I'm not gonna use it enough to really rank all of it up fast. Yeah. So or you know, ever probably. Um. So stuff like this, I see benefit for players like me, where it's like. I want to have it all unlocked, so when I do when you need, need to it, call it, it's there. Like, it's, it's there, but I'm never going to play these classes enough to do it. Yeah, but at the same time, like when you do have to unlock things individually, it trains you how to use each weapon yeah. and each piece of equipment, which people who buy the game tomorrow and then buy the unlocks are just not going to understand. Yeah, well, and, it, and, and I do feel like, I mean, obviously... I may be in the minority here, but like for me, it just feels like kind of like a slap in the face to the people who like really are committed to the game and like and and really like value that balance. Because one of the mm-hmm. things I noticed, like when I first starting bat- started playing Battlefield Three, like it was kind of an interesting dynamic of you know newer players as opposed to people who've been at it for a little bit. Um, but then after a while, when the playing field kind of got leveled in terms of like all the unlocks, like people were unlocking um, you know all of the the kind of anti aircraft stuff. So like you literally in the beginning you could hop into a jet and have you know fairly lengthy um you know uh flight time but then if you get in now it's like 
people also in the sky have like crazy, uh, you know, have all of the things unlocked to take you down fast. Yeah. And then everyone on the ground as well. So like, it's kind of, kind of a pain. And now this only makes it easier. Cause like, you know, then everybody can just be like, all right, well I'm going to drop 50 bucks and then I'm just going to have everything <laughs> yeah. ready. Obviously that doesn't mm-hmm. apply to vehicles. At least I don't think it does. Does it? Yeah. You can unlock all the vehicle stuff too. Oh, okay. Everything. Basically oh, anything me. unlockable you can pay to unlock. Oh, I thought now. it was just the classes. Oh, no. that, that's even worse. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's nothing new though, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of different games. I mean, there are RPGs out there that you can buy levels for. Yeah. I think, uh, one of the games that, uh, Ryan Clements was working on, um, on the PlayStation team, the uh, Tales of Graces F, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually buy levels for your character. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's just weird. It's, I mean, it's it's good business because I mean, obviously, microtransactions are, are where it's yeah. at, you know, as far as like new revenue is concerned. But you know, from a player perspective, like I was I was telling Pete earlier, like you know, you know, this is like EA's influence. Yeah. Like Dice <laughs> right. would never let that shit fly. But at the it's, same time, like. As long as it's not like a skill-based unlocks, like you can't buy a plus one, plus two machine gun damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sure, you're going to see like level 15 characters running around with these high-tier weapons and everything, but if you earn that, you know what you're doing. You're still going to be like taking these guys out. Right. Like yeah. they're not getting an actual advantage. They just might be able to last a little does longer in the air. For, does it apply for PC as well? Yes. Oh, wow. This has gone across all three platforms. Yeah, that's interesting because I feel like the... PC guys would be in an uproar about like, right. something like that. Yeah, and it's you know it's kind of a it's that old playground mentality. I mean, you remember uh, when I was a kid, at least you know we'd sit around and play basketball and shit, and all the rich kids in our neighborhood would have like Nike pumps, you know? Or wait, <laughs> yeah. Reebok, Reebok pumps, yeah. Yeah. not Nike. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nike Air Jordans and that kind of shit wouldn't be around, and you know I'd just be playing in my normal shoes. And <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed like, that shit. now that you're a big shot uh, editor here at IGN <laughs> that you have not invested your first paycheck into pumps pumps they're tough to find <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i need to i need to secure me a pair yeah if they come in like dudes 13 <laughs> man yeah and i guess uh the other part of the update for battlefield 3 outside of tweaks is you can con- which is interesting for console players you can now rent a server mm-hmm. pay by like the day the yeah. week the month um yeah. but you can basically own your own private server for a set amount of time and make up all your own rules and you know, gameplay options. So if you have a bunch of buddies who you love playing with and just want to mess around and that kind of stuff, you can get your own server now. Yeah. Well, which that, might, which I'm hoping, um, well, actually, PC players could do this already, but, um, well, I think not through Battlefield 3, but they could still get server access if they needed it. I think it's going to make some awesome uh, machinima movies. Oh, yeah. We're going to see those yeah. popping up. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've, we've seen a little bit, but, like, you know, that's, like, heart, really dependent on not having someone run up and ruin yeah. it. Oh, God, you. I love some of the griefing videos that are out there mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, guys just messing with people with C4 and, like, oh, yeah. very creative ways to blow up helicopters or choppers and jets. Like, it's so funny. There was that one with, like, like, it's like some crazy number, like 100,000 landmines or whatever, where, like, they went down the entire <laughs> uh, Operation Firestorm. They had, yeah. like the chain reaction coming down the entire runway and a tank sitting on top of like a, a large pile of them and it just launched it into yeah. the atmosphere like the entire so tank. awesome yeah it was awesome amazing <laughs> man battlefield three yeah but i'm oh, looking forward to some of the bouncing stuff too yeah. um you know the, the more damage from you know kind of uh, mounted guns to to aircraft which is great because you know right now it's like if you don't have a rocket launcher, you're kind of screwed. You can. I mean, you can yeah. kind of slowly peck away at them with like the the, the mounted machine guns, but like it's it's really difficult. And then uh, was it like damage to like uh, jeeps? Is um, you kind of got there's so many tweaks. That yeah. list is so long. Yeah, I don't have half of it yeah. memorized. Oh, and mm-hmm. then for the pricing for the Renaissance service stuff, it's actually 
kind of reasonable. Yeah, I mean, you can do it, but I wonder how this works. Like, if you set aside, like, a, your perfect name and your perfect rules, that if you rent it for a day, I wonder if it's just, like, blacked out after that day ends? Like, what if you want to rent it for, like, a weekend, then take two weeks off, and then rent it again and want, like, your same things there? I wonder if it holds it for you. I don't actually yeah, know. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, yeah, because having to re- like reset up the entire server every time although having the flexibility to change the parameters on the fly would be kind of nice yeah um <laughs> but uh yeah it's like it's cheap as like a dollar 49 for a day and that goes all the way up to like i think it's 60 bucks for three months yeah, or like something 65 for like 90 days and then mm-hmm. in between it's like seven for <clears throat> seven days and then 30 days is like 25 so uh, it's not too bad pretty no. cool stuff i mean uh i, I think it's a very niche application yeah I mean. absolutely yeah. and it's very unique for consoles like i've never i don't think i've seen that happened before uh, i can't think of any reason it might titles. have but I, yeah. I really can't think of it yeah so yeah pretty psyched on that like i i've been kind of off of battlefield for a while um but uh I, i've been eager to get back and you know one of the biggest problems i've always had with the with battlefield 3 is just like the the matchmaking for large group is groups is awful like you know just you <laughs> like you you get a you know party together you try to join a join a game and it like the automatic uh kind of seemingly uh organization of it is to just like split the teams up and like it's just right. like you know it's it's awful so yeah man battlefield 3 love it i still love <laughs> it all right guys let's move on so uh we've been getting some unconfirmed reports this week about a uh xbox light um which is purported to have a uh a disc-free system um where you just can play um Xbox Live Arcade games and use apps like anything you can download. HBO really, right? Go. Yeah, pretty much anything you can download. Uh, they're not trying to. Uh, th- I guess the report says that they're not trying to position this as a um, competitor towards like the the PlayStation line of products. This is going to be something to go up against um, Apple TV. Basically. It sounds like it's basically going to be like a black Apple TV. Yeah, <laughs> a black Apple TV that that uses um, that that plays Xbox Live Arcade games and also utilizes Connect um, for that for that kind of stuff. Um, what I like about it is that if this is all true, this is like a hundred dollar price point. Yeah. Not only is last year and this year, probably the coolest XBLA years I've seen in a long time. Mm Uh, I think they're trying to push out more games on demand. Like Gears of War three just came out. So basically for 140 bucks, you can get that system and Gears of War three for, uh, you know, to enjoy if you're new to it. Uh, I know connect plugs into it. They're saying, yeah. So so I I think, um, you know, techno, like, cause the, the, the report, you know, from this guy on Reddit, um, yeah. you know, suggests that it's an ARM-based, uh, you know, kind of really lightweight uh, box. Right. I think, you know, and limited to only kind of like downloadable, like casual games. Um, yeah. Oh, so know, not even like games it, on demand. Yeah. It would be pretty difficult for it to play yeah. something like, yeah. you know, that you can Weird. download. Like yeah. even even Crisis, which is the the big games on demand litmus test. I yeah. don't think yeah. it might not be able to run with that process. Yeah. So, I mean, cause games on demand, like requires you to download and install or, you know, download and, and basically call upon the 360 hardware as opposed to something like on live where it's all streaming. So, that, you know, there mm-hmm. is a potential that they could be setting it up for some sort of like streaming potential, but I feel yeah. like that's kind of like, it's, it's still a technology that's kind of in, in its infancy and yeah. like, it's not really like, kind of applicable at this point, but, right. um, I, you know, people will probably scoff at this rumor, but I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at um, the Apple TV, 
you know, the price point is what mm-hmm. really sells people on it. And, uh, well, but also, like, to a much greater degree, like, the products like the Roku, which are uh, far, yeah, more, definitely. far more wide in their breadth in terms of, like, the amount of services you can get. Much more akin to the Xbox, whereas Apple TV is kind of closed off. You get, like, Netflix, and, iTunes um, stuff and, Netflix. And, and iTunes, but there's not, like, stuff like Hulu mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of different services. And, you know, there was that study this week that, like, you know... Um, entertainment viewing has overtaken multiplayer usage for the Xbox. So like, you know, it's definitely a crazy new business for them. And something like, you know, the Xbox, I feel one of the problems I've always seen with like, you know, this concept that, you know, Xbox is going to be the center of the entertainment universe for like, you know, a wide audience of not just gamers. Like it's certainly true to a degree, but I feel like there is like that barrier of like Xbox branding and, and yeah. like this massive yeah. gaming device. Like why would you buy an expensive gaming device just to use it as an entertainment thing as a casual consumer if you're not into gaming? So like something like the $99 like kind of uh, Xbox Lite um, mm-hmm. would make a ton of sense. But the Xbox branding seems a little weird though to me. Yeah, unless it, I think unless it can actually play some retail games using yeah. the smaller power. Because mm-hmm. like my... My mother-in-law, for instance, she's like, oh, I want to get a Kinect and play Zumba. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, well, you have to actually get the Kinect and an Xbox and the game. Yeah. But if, like, this is the kind of device that bridges that gap and is like, here's a small selection of downloadable retail games, right. yeah. plug the Kinect in, and then she'd be fine. And it mu- makes much more sense to spend, like, 150 bucks or 200 even doing that than... Mm-hmm. Yeah. upgrading to the actual Xbox. Well, and, and if you look at the, the, the power of some of these, like, mobile-style processors, like the, the NVIDIA Tegra 3 and, um, you know, stuff like the A5X and the iPad 3, like, graphically, they can do stuff like Zumba, like, even, like, better than that, or, like, you know, um, you know, they could do Fruit Ninja Connect with, yeah. with no problem. Um, so, like, I think it's definitely technolo- technologically feasible and, and business-savvy-wise, pretty smart um yeah. the, the connect stuff is a little worrisome though because obviously that's a pretty processor heavy um application to do both you know whatever's on screen plus interpret the data yeah. that's coming yeah. in um that's a little strange but yeah then you have like the gunstringer and fruit ninja connect that are yeah. xbla titles and if this is supposed to be an xbla box like it's gonna have to do that and then what about downloadable games like nexus running CryEngine 3 you know yeah 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 that's where it gets difficult um, in terms of like the <laughs> Xbox branding, though, I mean, I, I can see why Microsoft would would slap the name on this box, um, just because you know there's a certain degree of ubiquity yeah. Yeah. to the Xbox name, and uh, their only other viable option would be Zune. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> they're, not, they're not gonna they're not gonna call yeah. that thing a Zune Zune box. It's the definitely TV Zune. their yeah their strongest strongest brand for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people people know it, they associate it, and yeah. um, the fact that or the the speculation that it'll play uh, Xbox Live Arcade games. I mean, you kind of have to brand it somewhat as an yeah. Xbox. Well, yeah. and, and I think it definitely is is true to what um, Microsoft has been doing as of late. I mean, Windows 8 and, uh, you know, Xbox unifying it with the Metro UI, mm-hmm. um, really kind of trying to blur the lines between their product categories, like, you know, bring yeah. PC into, like, the Xbox, like, realm and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then Windows Phone, obviously... By having, um, you know, the Xbox app where you can actually, like, you know, look at your avatar, games that you play on your Windows phone contribute mm-hmm. to your gamer score with, you know, achievements and that sort of thing. So, I mean, this would be a, a logical expansion to to what they're doing. And, and, and I'm actually kind of surprised, you know, it hasn't come about sooner. Mm-hmm. But um, And that's but, the crazy thing in this rumor, too, is saying it's, what, fall 2013 for this? That's a little The weird. rumor said. I'd say... Yeah. 
I mean, Microsoft said they're not announcing the next Xbox at E3, yeah. but I could very much see them breaking this out and saying it'll be in stores this fall. Yeah, I don't think they. Well, I, I just don't see any reason for them to wait. I mean, yeah. because you know, if you look at what's going on this year, if they're not talking about the next Xbox, they're not, um, you know, they're not really getting into that area. Mm-hmm. Then you're looking at it, and you're and you and you're like, well, what, what are they going to? What's going to carry them through until next summer? Yeah, and something like this would do a pretty good job of like kind of stimulating sales and, and, and um, you know, kind of keeping the brand, like, kind of momentum going. Yeah, like, Steve and I, we went to the Xbox Showcase a few weeks ago. Yeah. And, of course, Halo 4 is coming this fall. Yeah. And there's some cool little XBLA games and everything, but they don't have a lot out there this year. Right, yeah. definitely. Well, I, I mean, mean, a lot of the cool XBLA games that we saw are, like, coming out. They'll be out in the next now. six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, crazy. we just got, yeah, we know Trials and Minecraft and Bloodforge mm-hmm. and... Fable Heroes are coming out, and Fez yeah. just got announced five days before Trials Evolution. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and it's interesting because it, it ties back to some of the reports, like, you know, the Steam Box, um, you know, the, the, the console-sized mm-hmm. PC that Valve mm-hmm. was allegedly working on, which later was debunked. Um, but, you know, and then, you know, like one of the things uh, said in that original rumor was that, like, it w- like Valve was trying to take on um, Apple TV, um, not only for the multimedia stuff, but, you know, potential, you know, forthcoming gaming applications. So, you know, one thing I've always theorized about the Apple TV is that it's, you know, the prime candidate for, like, basically Apple's, you know, gaming presence in the home. Because, yeah. um, you know, with stuff like AirPlay, where you can play, you know, whatever games on your iPhone uh, on your screen. You can, like, mirror it on your screen. So you look at, like, Real Racing HD 2 or whatever it is. Like, so you, like... Oh, it looks you, great. Yeah, yeah, so, like, you use your, mm-hmm. your phone as a controller using the accelerometer or on-screen keys but then on the front on the screen on the, above you in front of you uh, on your tv or whatever using apple tv you get the actual view of the game so like hmm. stuff like that would effectively make the apple tv a game console and you know if apple really kind of embraces that and and makes that a staple of that product in the future um you know microsoft is you know obviously going to see the, the need for something like this xbox Lite kind of seems to be uh, even greater, so I, yeah. I feel like it. Uh, it could definitely be a, a big winner for them. I, you know, at a hundred bucks, I mean, that's kind of my whole thing about the Apple TV. It's like a hundred bucks. Like, who cares? Like, you know, like yeah. it, it's a it's a great way to have like you know Netflix in a room that yeah. you, otherwise that you don't want to buy a full Xbox for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, speaking of these apps on in different rooms and all that business, <laughs> like this week we finally yeah. got like three big apps we've been hearing about forever and waiting for forever. Right. Uh, I know everyone out there, whenever we put up an article about a new app, they're like, where's HBO Go? But it's here. It it's finally here. showed yeah. up. But not without its problems. With yeah. some caveats. Which is hilarious, because not only did HBO Go come out, but Xfinity came out. So mm-hmm. you have your Comcast on-demand app, where you can now watch your Comcast stuff. But if you're a Comcast sub- subscriber, you can't use HBO Go. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there are some limited oh, HBO um, features on Comcast. Um, through their Xfinity stuff, but I mean, it's nothing like what you do or what you can do if you, if your uh, provider actually is providing HBO. HBO, yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I was so excited about the concept of like Comcast Xfinity coming to the the Xbox. I was so excited about HBO Go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like it's the moment I read that like you have to be an existing subscriber, like all interest went out the window. Exactly. Like it just yeah. it, you know it's it's. If we're in this kind of weird transition period between like the days of old where like you know you know the TV was limited to like was largely controlled by the service providers in mm-hmm. terms of like you know accessibility and 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 kind of straying away from the streaming stuff and then there's like the Hulu stuff where it's kind of like this weird like there's a lot of like missing 
content. Yeah. Um, and then now, like, we're kind of shifting into this concept of, like, um, you know, more kind of, like, accessibility from, like, an actual service provider standpoint where it's, like, an actual unified service um, for something like, you know, the Xbox where it's, like, all unified in one in one place. Um, but, like, it, it's still, there are these, like, weird rules that really kind of keep it yeah. from being awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, HBO is, you know, HBO Go is great, um, but, like, it, like, ultimately, what it comes down to is, you know, it's, you still have to pay out the ass for it in order to get yeah. it on your Xbox. So the utility of it really goes like the one thing that um, someone pointed out was like, Oh, well this eliminates my need to rent another box from Comcast to, to, <laughs> to do this. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're also, you know, like, but at the same time, like you can only use one, you know, for HBO go, you can only use like on one account, you can only use uh, one device at a time. Like, yeah. So like if you want to like say like put an Xbox in your room or, you know, multiple Xboxes in, you know, different rooms of your house, and you want to, you know, one person's watching HBO Go in, in one room, and the other person wants to do it, like, it's, like, it totally, you can't do it, so it's, like, it's, it's, it's really, again, it's, like, stuff like that just keeps it from being, like, yeah. truly awesome. And, I mean, people were trying to report on it this week, like, the cable box killer is here, but it's not, just because of all these no. reasons, like, you still very it's much an extension need the cable of the box. cable box, yeah. it's not a, it's not a replacement. It's an extender, <laughs> like it's, yeah. yeah. And a lot of that, I mean, has to do not so much with Microsoft and the Xbox itself, but just kind of these one hand washes the other deals going yeah. on between HBO and these service providers. I mean, you know, they either one can't really exist without the other. Yeah. I mean, it would be suicide for any service provider to go, oh, okay, no HBO anymore. Sorry, guys, yeah. you can't buy it from us. So they're just going to go to whoever offers HBO. And likewise, HBO needs these service providers to actually provide HBO to people. Yeah. So it's just these conditional caveats that they work out in back rooms and stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the whole thing about Time Warner um, not having HBO go at all on the yeah. Xbox and, you know, the, the Comcast kind of half-assed way of, of giving HBO content. Yeah, well, thing. and it's not unified in terms of like the devices you can you can use it on. So like, exactly. you know, certain providers support Android and iOS for the you know apps that they have there yeah. for HBO Go, but then you can't use it on Xbox. It's like it's, it's really really kind of a weird division there. And you know, it, I think it's only a matter of time before Microsoft just cuts out the middleman and they just mm -hmm. create their own service. They go straight to like the studios and the. And the they and, were trying to do that. Yeah, they were trying to create yeah. like Microsoft TV. Yeah, and it's and I think. The problem is, is it's probably the same thing that Apple's finding with their like rumored service is like, you know, like the studios are just so dead set in their ways that they're yep. just not like they're just not ready to make that kind of deal. But I think, you know, within two years, like it, the, I think the it, you know climate will change quite a bit. And I would be very surprised not to see something from Microsoft and Sony and, and Apple all at once as far as like, you know, kind of replacing the service provider. Yeah, that'd be nice. Some yeah. kind of get Fingers rid of crossed. the old guard thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah, this can truly evolve, and it's nuts. And I'm sure HBO is trying to figure this out too. Like, why can't you just go to HBOGo.com and sign up for an account, pay ten bucks a month, like you would with Hulu or something? You yeah. know, it's the same reason that, um, you know, you. Th it's this whole used games debacle going on too. I mean, it's you. You, it's an antagonistic relationship going on between the games industry and a place like GameStop mm -hmm. for selling these used games and undercutting their sales. But at the same time, they need each other to live. Yeah. So when you have, you know, these these TV providers, you know, basically giving people a platform to use your services, you can't completely undercut that or they're just going to say to hell with you. We're not going to work with you anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the entire like service provider industry is like banking on the, or, you know, banks on the, the allure of exclusive, you know, access to stuff. Mm -hmm. So like you like the whole 
purpose of getting you know a cable subscription is because you could get you know unlimited access to ESPN and like you know all these different things. Whereas like when we when they're starting to teeter into these like you know on demand models, like it's you know it it kind of eliminates the need for that. Yeah. But it's it's interesting because like companies like Comcast, you can tell see the writing on the wall. Like they um you know, their purchase of the E entertainment group, like, you know, they, they're getting into content production as much as they are, mm-hmm. um, kind of like, you know, cable service providing. So mm-hmm. like by doing that, they're kind of, it seems like they're like covering their ass to a degree because they yeah. know this is coming where it's like, you know, eventually they're not going to be needed or that, you know, the market's going to completely turn on them. Right. And that, you know, further propagates the whole idea of like internet being the next medium for television content. I yeah. mean, it already is in, mm-hmm. in most ways. Um, but like completely getting you know cable out of the out of the picture. I mean that the the Comcast thing buying E. I mean they get a piece of the uh, E online presence too. I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. So and they can control exclusivity as well. Like as exactly. far as like where is that content available and 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 you know make revenue that way. I mean obviously like the service providing stuff is such a big business that it's gonna like die out slowly over time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not gonna be a quick process at all. But it seems like they at least get it that they um, you know should should be you know kind of expanding in terms of what they do yeah 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 well Definitely. then they bought what was it a- abc universal right like they're nbc universal it's owned by comcast right i think so what owned by i'm not sure i think no. they bought them i, yeah. I don't huh. buy it from Maybe. uh yeah comcast. rumors <laughs> yeah well, it was <laughs> no. like uh yeah it might be true actually i, I think it's true because uh there's like <laughs> a, uh, i don't know you guys watch for 30 rock but like there's that whole like like they did a whole arc where they got bought by a company called Cable Town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right. So yeah, yeah. It was it was Comcast you bought ABC Universe or NBC. Cable Town with a K. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I exactly. those yeah awesome. So it's like, uh, yeah, they're definitely <clears throat> yeah, moving out of here. Sorry, this is straying away from uh, Xbox. Like, <laughs> I, I just uh, well, no, it's a, no, it's no, now man. an entertainment it's hub. So <laughs> exactly. we're true. basically going to be talking about TV from here on out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're you an entertainment new... podcast. Entertainment <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Let's move on to some emails, guys. Email. Okay, <laughs> Nolan says, I know this is an Xbox podcast, and I love me some Xbox games, but I was just wondering if any of you are looking forward to the PC game Diablo 3. Being that is one of the most anticipated games of the year, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of discussion of it among the IGN editors on podcasts. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, do we have a PC podcast? I there isn't a PC-specific PC yeah. podcast, yeah. so everyone just secretly dreams and hopes and stares at screenshots. <laughs> I, I, for one, Nolan, I can't wait for Diablo 3. Yeah. Yeah, I we, played, we can tell you that like everyone in the office is shitting their pants oh, about it's it. It's going to be, an, when that game comes out, yeah, everyone's going to come in like bleary-eyed every day. Like, yeah. it's up till four. Yeah, I Diablo just, and Diablo 2 were like some of the, like my earliest, or not earliest gaming experiences, but like some of like my most rigorous yeah. early, like, kind of oh, man. Uh, gaming experiences. But I feel like kind of an asshole because I've had the beta since like yeah. it happened, <laughs> but oh, I haven't played it. At all. <laughs> at all. You're, there's some you. guy at home who weeps every yeah. night because he yeah. couldn't get in. And <laughs> here you are just like screaming at his radio or his, his iPod right oh, now. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> over the holidays, I built the initial Diablo 3 wiki here on IGN. Oh, nice. So I play uh, just based on the beta. Yeah. And a lot of it's changed <laughs> since then. And I know you guys are in there fixing a lot of it. But, man, I played the hell out of it with every class, like running through it. I can't wait. I'm going to do it. There's just too much to play. That's my problem. I know. Uh, yeah. I get. Yeah. I have a huge to-do list. I've been uh, balls deep in Mass Effect 3. Um trying to finish the game before I, I've managed to go this entire life cycle for like, you know, pre uh, during like, you know, at the time of release and post release uh-huh. where I've like kind of willfully stepped away from all coverage yes. and discussion. Smart. Good um, 
I did just, too until one day on Twitter, some dude's just like, "Oh, fuck this ending where this happened." I'm like, "Oh, come uh, on." Yeah, yeah. So I, I somehow managed to go this far yeah. without uh, getting it spoiled. So I'm like on the last few missions, and and I and I've been like like feverishly trying to finish it. Um, but uh, I was telling someone the other day, like it, it's it's amazing in the in the four years I've been at IGN, you know, there's always a lot of discussion about games going around the mm-hmm. office. Like you can always hear it in like the distant corners yeah. of uh, of of the of the office but unlike any game i've experienced thus far in release as far as releases are concerned like mass effect is like the one most like people have just known not to discuss yeah like it's just people like, have been good about it yeah, yeah. We, we we made that pretty clear like when copies first started showing up like, no one is allowed to talk about it. yeah. Yeah. it's like fight club do not fucking talk about Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah <laughs> even though that we did that whole spoiler cast like i'm pretty sure that was the one usually like around the office you'll see people have like the live streams on their computer yeah. like this one it was like mm-hmm. nobody yeah but <laughs> no, closed you turn up. that on your speakers and i will rip your throat out <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like one ball deep i'm not that deep yet like, <laughs> i played uh, it like I'm ball. both balls deep <laughs> i played it like seven hours last weekend and i plan to uh probably spend the next week finally beating it up i'm about 20 go. hours in yeah yeah <laughs> i did all the side missions um i did i've played cooperative because like, I, I my readiness rating wasn't going up i was like what the hell because again i've been on a coverage blackout yeah. i don't read yeah. anything so i had no idea that you had to like play co- co-op to really get that up so like right does it go uh, up fast when you're playing multiplayer i played about six hours multiplayer and got to 100 percent um but that's i've not of readiness yeah wow yeah but it goes down over time that's pissed me off like, uh, like if you don't like i played until like 2 a.m last night and then i woke up today at 8 and it was like your readiness is down to 98 percent like what the hell like <laughs> that's what you get for doing? sleeping yeah Slacker. don't you know the earth is gonna anymore. get blown up so i'm using the app on my phone to like uh <laughs> keep tabs on it to to you know because you can increase your readiness that way too with the de- data pad app that's so, funny uh, i feel like such a nerd. i was like I, I got stuck like as soon as i had free roam of the citadel after the first few mis- missions um mm. i was doing all those side quests and i got to one where uh you're working with the solarian specter about trying to catch someone in the act of being like converted and yeah, i was I like I trying to one. you have to go to these data terminals and like get like tap into things and get this oh, information yes 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 and i couldn't find the final terminal so i was like fuck it i'm gonna look at the ign wiki like i don't want to spoil anything but i was like why can't i figure out this dumb quest yeah it turns out there's a glitch in it where if you start a quest while you're in the middle of that quest you might lose your pro like it doesn't work anymore like the oh, terminal shit. will not you can't activate the terminal you need to activate. Yeah. It's, it's actually a really buggy game, I found. And I found, like, your codex has missing things, and yeah. the quests don't get updated. Yeah. So that's where I was when I last left And off. Um, there's stuff like um, the multiplayer is super buggy. Really? Like, um, hmm. you know, like, there's tons of lag issues. Um, there, was a le- there was a time I was, I was um, completely unable to replenish my ammo. Oh, so, like, nice. I would go back to the ammo caches to, like, get more ammo in between waves. And no matter what, I couldn't reload my 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 store and and but Jeez. i also you know couldn't use the like optional bonus power up where you could get more ammo and i was like it w- just wouldn't work and then like you know like it's just tons of lag issues like connectivity problems like it's 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 definitely buggy and hopefully it gets patched. how long does it take to level a character from up to 20 and promote them to the game so in this entire time i was playing one character okay uh mm-hmm. for the six hour thing and i got to 20 last night okay um and so it's it's fairly fast. It's but I was like you know playing the lowest difficulty level. I was playing um you know I wasn't going too aggressive into like silver or specter um to like because I think you rank up faster that way. Yeah. Um. So it's just playing. But you know it's like they're twenty minute rounds. Uh, characters level up fairly fast. So I would imagine like you know you could probably do it faster than I did. It's just um, I'm probably gonna play this weekend. And I yeah. know um I wrote something up 
yesterday that there's this special XP weekend. They call it like an operation. Yeah, yeah. Where you, I think this weekend you get 10% bonus XP and you get bonus um, like packs, the victory pack, like card packs mm. um, for every character you level up. Yeah. Nice. Or promote into the game, into the single player game. And I haven't played it at all yet, so I was kind of like, what does this all mean? But I've been talking to some people and it makes sense without getting it spoiled. Basically, yeah. like you level a character to 20, then you promote them to the single player game. Yeah. And that adds to your galactic readiness, right? Yeah, your As war like, assets. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the exact contribution, but um, yeah. But it resets your class to zero, which sucks. Yeah. Um, or one, rather. Um, I mean, is there a max if you don't promote them? Can you just keep leveling them up? 20 is the max, I oh, okay. think. Or maybe not. I don't know. I just immediately promoted them because I wanted the achievement. Yeah. Kind of an achievement horn. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. Excellent. You're in good company. <laughs> Yeah, I don't so, even know what my score is. Right oh, now. back to Diablo 3. Yeah. Oh, Super yeah, excited. <laughs> Long story short, yeah. Nolan, we, we are way excited yeah. for Diablo 3. Gabby says, Hi, guys. I borrowed Fable 3 off a friend a few months ago, completed it, and completely loved it. Because of this, I bought Fable 2, and I can't really get into it. Not only the annoying <clears throat> English accents and everything, but everything in it just frustrates me. Have I done this all wrong? Which is your favorite Fable game? Well, Gabby. <laughs> fable to me at least fable's kind of been going on a downhill slump since one yeah um i really enjoyed fable one when it came out on the regular xbox I actually beat it twice i did the whole you know good side and then i did the evil side yeah, i had a lot of fun with it i mean it was a fairly short game um probably about 10 or 12 hours which you know for an action rpg is super slow or uh super quick um <clears throat> but you know then i played two and i was kind of a little lukewarm to it i i you know, coming off of the the Fable One high that I really enjoyed that game, um, Fable Two was just kind of a little bit more of the same, kind of expanded, but not not quite as good. I didn't yeah. get the same feeling from Fable Two. Fable Three, on the other hand, I didn't even finish. <laughs> I think I played maybe about an hour or two in it, mm -hmm. and I just was cashed out of the experience. I, I, I couldn't it, get yeah. into it. I have never played a Fable game. <laughs> never, never. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not into fantasy too much. Much. Oh, like, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what's with the Mass Effect fan fic? I uh, hear so much about under Scott Lowe's pen name. Hey, hey, no, that's sci-fi. I just totally ruined a joke. I don't know what. I don't know where I was going Ooh. with that. Oh no, man. No, that's sci-fi, not Fable. Gabby, I think what happened fantasy. here is that since you don't have anything to compare it to, most people didn't like Fable Three because they liked the other Fables so much and what the other Fables were doing. And Fable Three changed a bunch of stuff. So coming in completely fresh, not knowing anything about the series, maybe you're just like, wow, this is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um. And I didn't really play three, like I'm saying. So yeah. uh, I don't know if that's true. I have I like two, but I, it was the kind of thing that I played for a while, got bored, and then I come, came back to it like a year later and realized that I had like an hour left to beat the game. It's a really short game if you just play the story. For me, I mm. never can go back to games like in back in, in backwards order. Like if yeah. I start at like the third installment of a game, I can't go back and play two or one. Um, I don't know why. It's just like a psychological thing. I'm just like, hey, this, this is boring. <laughs> I have like nearly the opposite problem. Um, if a game comes out and it's like a sequel yeah. and I haven't played through one, I will go back and like do one in like a night. Oh. <laughs> you know, no, I do that. I just, yeah. I, like I can't play three and then go back to one. You know? Right, like, right. It's, like, okay. it's, it's, just, it's just this weird. I think, like, yeah, I, I might be the same way then because I've never, well, I've never actually tried that. Yeah. Because like if a sequel comes out. I've never had any out, interest, yeah. Yeah. If a sequel comes out and it's a game that I'm pretty excited for, I will play one even if it's a piece of shit. 
Yeah. And it has been a piece of shit several yeah. times <laughs> well, without getting into specifics. A number of people were like, oh, should I pick up Mass Effect 3? I haven't finished 2 or I haven't played 2. I know. We get that question all the time yeah. on the podcast. And yeah. every week we're like, nope, start at 1, play <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Just do it. Well, to be honest, though, like I forgot a lot of what happened. In I had 2. <laughs> but I don't know if I complained about this last week. No, I didn't because I didn't start Mass Effect till this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Basically, when I, I got Mass Effect 3, put it in, went to import my character, just can't find anything. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So I started reading online. I was like, Mass Effect import errors. And some, I, I got stuck on some thread that was like, oh, you need to be playing your save file off the original hard drive it was saved to. And I was like, fuck. Oh, good lord. So I had to transfer my save to my old hard drive, went back to Mass Effect 3. This is like, the process is growing in time. Uh, <laughs> got it all transferred, everything, still couldn't read it. So I was like, what the fuck happened? So oh, I man. went back, I put in Mass Effect 2, loaded my last save. And I went through the codex and everything. I realized what happened was, la- two, two years ago, with Mass Effect 2, I had elected to start a new game plus. Mm-hmm. But I didn't beat the new game plus. Oh, and so, shit. when Arrival came out last year, the save I played Arrival on was the last save before the last mission of 2. So I didn't actually have a save file that had flagged me as completed Mass Effect 2. Oh, yeah. I see. So yeah. I loaded that save. I was like, oh, crap, I have to play the end of the game again. And so I rebeat two. And I think, funny story, is that I actually made all the same mistakes and let the same people die <laughs> that I did as I, when I first beat it two years yeah. ago. So History I finally, repeats. after you know, an hour and a half hour of playing this final mission all over again, got the save file, quit, put Mass Effect 3 in. Sure enough, it found the character right away, loaded it, face import error. God damn it. <laughs> Couldn't get my character's face. I lost awesome. my face, too. Yeah. Moving, moving to 3. Recreated my, it pretty well. Or my wife did. She had made built the original one in Mass Effect 1 four <laughs> oh, years ago. Man. She's like, give, give me that. She's like, blah, 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 blah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Pretty good recreation. My girlfriend goes crazy for that stuff. Like, yeah, she loves Customization cre- of the characters. Like, she spent, like, we, I created an avatar account, or account on my Xbox for her, and she, like, spent, like, probably 30 minutes to an hour customizing her avatar she's like this this outfit doesn't look right my, like, right my wife's secret vice and she'll tell anyone that asks she doesn't like video games but she loves the sims she plays the shit out of the sims yeah wow. um my problem with mass effect 3 though i'm sorry i keep going back to this but um, <laughs> um there was a lot of references to the arrival but i didn't play the arrival so you're like, yeah, what are you talking about? So, oh, I mean, like I won't, like, that, yeah, they that make ha- comments the and happened. shit. I'm just like, uh, what is he talking about? Like, this mm-hmm. is like, you're like, I don't remember making that choice to kill hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. Did I forget something? Well, no, and like, and, well, it's actually like in the very beginning of like three, like, you know, Anderson's like. That's the first thing he says to yeah, you, Yeah, he's basically. like, after the shit you pulled. And I'm like, what shit did I pull? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, like, I thought everything was cool. I thought we destroyed the collector base. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. saved it. Yeah. So like, it was really bizarre. And, I was, and mm-hmm. I was just like, what the hell's going on? And it was only until Ty Root brought it up like this week. That's that a I good point, actually. It. They do not fill you in if you didn't play that Mm-mm. DLC. So all the more, rounding back to should you play two or one or two before three, like, yes. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I, you, there are references like that that just make no sense yeah. to you. And all the DLC, apparently. Yeah. Or enough yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't play uh, the Kasumi one, but I read somewhere that if you played the Kasumi DLC, she'll show up in three. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it was just some random character. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So, I, one of the things I'm most impressed about three, though, is, like, how they integrate, um, and maybe this is the truth for two for the, the, the DLC there, but the way they integrate, um, you know, the From Ashes stuff with uh, Havoc. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't played that. Okay. So, like... Well, uh, I don't know if I should talk. It's about like it. the launch DLC, right? Yeah, it's okay. the stuff that came with Collector's Edition that you can buy after. It's like a yeah. So, anyways, like the way they integrate that character 
mm-hmm. so seamlessly without like it, it seeming like it was part of the game or like he has unique dialogue for all of these like crazy side missions like the, mm-hmm. stuff like that just really blows me away about Mass Effect. Sorry, just having a little. <laughs> no, okay. I'm having a little love affair with Mass Effect over it, here. It's true. It's like it it came out what three four weeks ago now, mm-hmm. but it's like it's a huge game, and I think I tweeted something when I finally started playing it. They're like, oh, it's gonna take me a little while to beat this because yeah, I mm-hmm. was just feeling like I want to get in on the ending discussion and everything. Yeah, right. But I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to savor the journey. I don't want to rush through this yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Well, it came sure. out like two days before I left for a week for a, on vacation, yeah. so I, I didn't start it immediately because yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna start this and then go away. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I was. I'm only kind of now. That's why I'm taking so long to to beat it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm taking long for different reasons. <laughs> Time. Busy out of my ass. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, there's that. But yeah. So, Gabby, to answer your question about Fable, <laughs> <laughs> dual Mass Effect tangents. Um, exactly. I think probably everyone's favorite Fable game is the first one they ever played, it seems like. For Steven, yeah. it was number one, and I barely played one, so for me, I guess my favorite Fable game is Fable And mine two. was never. Never. <laughs> Scott's is His Fable is going to be journey. the journey. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Nick says, so I just read on IGN.com that Fez is finally getting release date set yep. for April 13th. Awesome. I'm, I know. I, I, I saw so that excited. news on Twitter, and I immediately wrote that article that you were referring to, Nick. Thanks for reading that. Indeed. Uh, but is this coming out at the wrong time? Fez seems to fit the bill so well for XBLA's Summer of Arcade. I really feel like Microsoft dropped the ball here. The Summer of Arcade has always been about awesome games that really bend the brain and either story or gameplay for platformers, and they show you something new. Limbo, Braid, Bastion. I see no reason not to have Fez in this lineup. So, Nick... We're getting Fez much sooner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't really know if that's something to to be upset about. I here's, mean, I, here's, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I get where you're coming from too. And it, I mean, I guess it could be seen that like Summer of Arcade is this honorable title that great games get. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're already going to buy Fez regardless. So why does it matter what it's called or what it comes under? Yeah. Exactly. Because like Summer of Arcade is a marketing term from Microsoft. It's a way for them to make an event out of an everyday game release. Mm-hmm. Um. And granted, the quality has been pretty consistent, even though I'd argue that every year has had a dud since mm-hmm. it started. And some duds are worse than others. Yeah. But um, the thing is, two. the only thing it's, <laughs> it's going to change is the people who have never heard of Fez or don't care about XBLA, they're going to get a few more advertisements in their face saying, Summer of Arcade, Fez! But this, like, we're... I, I mean, I'm extrapolating here from what we've all previewed of Fez so far at IGN, but we're mm. probably going to say very nice things about Fez, assuming it's not terrible. I mean, yeah. like I said, we've only played levels of it. it looks and we're going to try to tell all our readers, like, this is a great game you should be playing. Mm-hmm. And you should tell, if you're a huge fan of Fez, tell your friends. And, we're, you know, the word will get out there. People will still buy it and play it. Yeah. It does not change whether or not it's a great game yeah. if it has the Summer of Arcade banner over yeah, it. Yeah, from the consumer yeah. perspective, like it really the old, it really has no impact. It's it, In fact, it's only benefiting you because, like you say, you get it sooner. But yeah. mm-hmm. it, like really, it's just the marketers and the and the publishers that really kind of are losing out on branding opportunity by not doing that. Yeah, but. yeah and, and you know, Nick, who's to say that Summer of Arcade still won't have an awesome, you know, Fez quality game? My money's on Spelunky. Spelunky? <laughs> oh, I can't wait you for that game. You think that's Summer of Arcade yeah, worthy? I do. Okay. <laughs> cool. I, I didn't see it. You did, though, and you, you wrote a, oh, you a glowing can get preview a, about if it. If you Google uh, Spelunky PC download right now, you can download it for free from the official oh, yeah. website. Okay. It's a different version because they completely mm-hmm. redid the graphics and added multiplayer and everything for uh, um, the XBLA release. And it's been in 
production forever because there's a whole multiplayer co-op thing going on now. But you can see exactly what the game's all about by downloading for PC for free right now. And I demand that you go put this on pause and go download it and then come back. And then <laughs> you can see what, why I love Spelunky so much. Definitely. And, you know, we... Yeah, like I said, we don't know what what cards Microsoft is holding exactly. to their chest. What for... if there's no Summer of Arcade this year? Yeah, who knows? Oh, what that'd they be, are kind of suck. That's a, it would sad. Dark I'd be kind of bummed out if mm. that didn't happen. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there could be something super awesome on the way. But and I always forget the one thing about these promotions too is if you buy all four, you always get like 800 points back. Mm-hmm. I after getting all the um, house party titles, all of a sudden I my. Microsoft point balance was all up, like jumped. I was like, yeah. did someone hack my account and add points to <laughs> from Hungary or something? To yes, me? Microsoft did. Microsoft did. They hacked my account and gave me 800 points, which will probably go to Fez in three weeks. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Two weeks. No, three weeks. Damn it. Still March. <laughs> Speaking of awesome Xbox Live Arcade games, uh, Anthony asks, which of the four Arcade Next titles are you most interested in? And Arcade Next, for anyone who doesn't know, is it's actually this kind of spring promotion they're doing. Yeah. It's going to be the first set of XBLA games that have 400 gamer score instead of 200. Mm-hmm. And for reference, the four games coming out starting April 18th are Trials Evolution, Fable Heroes, Blood Forge, and Minecraft. Yep. And for me, without a doubt, Trials Evolution. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love Minecraft. I love yeah. me some Minecraft. Mm-hmm. But I played the hell out of it on PC, and I had to put it to bed and never go back. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of into Minecraft. Um, just because, like, I, I actually lift this, this, this terminology or this phrase from uh, Damon. Like, you know, like he, like he's, he said that, like, you know, when he gets home, he's a, he's a lean back gamer, not a lean forward gamer. And, and like, that totally, like, it just echoes my, my play style at home. And, and, like, as much as I love playing Minecraft on a laptop and, like, you know, it just, I love the experience, like, I just couldn't stick to it because, like, when I get home, like, I want to, we'll lean back. And so I feel mm-hmm. like, um, you know, Minecraft on Xbox 360 is really exciting because that'll give me the opportunity to, you know, play this game that I love so much, but, you know, not have to really kind of go through the added I effort that. to that yeah. for, for that. So and I, it's I'm much more like user-friendly. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've demoed the Minecraft, and, yeah. like, the recipes are in-game. You know exactly what you need for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who uh, wants to have friends over and play, like, the four-player split-screen looks great and performs great. Does it have, uh, like, online? Yes. Okay. So you could be, like, you could be one dude playing with... Uh, I think I think it's a total of eight people in any given multiplayer world. world. Yeah, yeah. So you can do a one TV of four player split screen and another TV of four mm. player split screen, and everyone can play together. Or you could be playing with like a TV of three split screens on over you know online. Any combination of that. Do they is have a map? Work. They have a map in the, in the 361. I don't know. Yeah, because that's always pissed me off about the. the <laughs> There's like a specific numbered update that the 361 matches from the PC version because mm-hmm. it's not going to be as evolved as the PC one is now. Mm-hmm. I don't think quests are in it or anything like that, but um, it has a lot of the improvements from yeah. uh, hmm. some of their updates. Yeah, but cool. still, for me, Trials Evolution. Like uh, I, Damon said that the embargo lifted on preview coverage, and I've been playing it, and it's it's fantastic. I will tell you that. Excellent. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Trials Evolution preview. It's yeah. you love if you love Trials, it's like that but awesomer because <laughs> it's bigger and crazier levels. I went through one level. It's called like the Giga Track. Mm-hmm. It took me 15 minutes, and it's not because I died so many times. It's because the track is that long. Like you basically go through an entire sun rising, sun setting cycle while driving across this giant world, and the checkpoints are really spread out so if you die you have to repeat a whole lot of it and granted i did crash like 20 times Mm -hmm. but still 15 minutes mainly of just riding through this world 
That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. So keep an eye out. Damon's working on some video coverage of that right now. Um, we're hoping to do a death montage because every level ends with the best player death ever once you cross the finish line. So fun. <laughs> if you're a Trials fan, you will not be disappointed. Definitely looking forward to both of those. Um, but yeah, it's weird to go back to Fez that it's coming out the Friday before Trials comes out. Yeah, five days apart from these two yeah. amazing games. And like, I, I see your concern there. Like, is it going to get overlooked because it's on a Friday? Yeah. And that's only if Microsoft completely buries it and doesn't promote it. Like, I don't know if any of you guys have had a chance out there to see Indie Game the movie, which kind of told the story of Super Meat Boy and it told the story of the, or tells the story of the development of Fez. But mm-hmm. when Super Meat Boy came out as part of this Game Feast fall promotion a few years ago, um, that morning, it was hidden, buried, and they were supposed to have this like front slot placement so everyone would say, see Super Meat Boys out and yeah. be able to buy it, but instead it was just hidden. So unless Fez is um, promoted, it might be difficult to find unless you're you know reading like IGN.com and we're going to tell you very clearly, it is out, go download it, sort of thing. Podcast listeners, February 13th. Download, or February 13th. April. Was Friday. Friday. The 13th. We're late. We missed April. it. Um, Definitely check out Fez. Download the trial version. Let us know what you think. But yeah, don't let this one get away. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's move on to some MBKs. Do you understand this process? I don't understand the MBK okay. process. Um, marry Boff Kill. Oh, sweet. yes. You have to marry one of these, Boff one of these, which we've decided is take out to a nice movie and yeah. a steak dinner. <laughs> just the romance. Yeah, okay. just, just make it lovely and yeah. have, a, have a fine evening with whatever this thing is. Okay. <laughs> And uh, kill is pretty self-explanatory. I hope. <laughs> I, I hope we all know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Nick says, Batman's utility belt, the portal gun, and a halo warthog. Wow. I, mm, I don't is, know what rhyme or reason is. Across the board. I'd marry the portal gun, boff the warthog, kill the utility belt. Ouch. Okay. I don't know. I would, I would marry I'll the utility belt because... You don't know. It might have a portal gun in it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know yeah. who Batman is. <laughs> and... Uh, Boff the warthog and kill the portal gun for reasons that I just explained. Because <laughs> it's probably in my utility belt because I'm um, fucking Batman. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with a similar structure, except for I will marry the utility belt just simply because utility belts are awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, boff the portal gun just because of all the potential there. Um, and then kill the warthog. Yeah, that's probably true. I, yeah. think, I, I think I chose wrong. Yeah, you, you messed up, man. <laughs> I'll Screw give you guys a ride. You. As you are doing awesome <laughs> things with your utility belt, we'll be like, yeah. guys, what's up? You want to go out for coffee? We'll give you a, a portal. <laughs> you don't need to give us a ride. Yeah. We, we can get to where we're no, going. There's no scion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Other Nick, not the same Nick, says Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, and Aliens vs. Predator. Mary Boff, Kill Go. Now, these are oh, probably, God. arguably, the three worst yes. um, Aliens movies. <laughs> man not counting requiem because that's not a movie frankly it's just a tragedy <laughs> <laughs> it's a waste of time oh, geez i would marry alien three just because i like numbers um, <laughs> i like I, math i like I'll, I'll boff aliens versus predator because they look like it because it would probably be a freak um and i would kill <laughs> alien resurrection i'm with you there yeah same order well i'm gonna go in nick's order alien three marry boff resurrection and kill Aliens versus Predator. So what you guys aren't realizing about Aliens res- or Alien Resurrection is that it was a French director. Mm. So French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's some yeah. freaky yeah. shit. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Who knows? We're talking about movies. Well, they at least like classy dates. That's yeah, classy. Yeah. Sophisticated. Mary Boff Kill. Yeah. 
<laughs> Boff. All right, Michael says, Minesweeper, Solitaire, Ski Free. Mary Boff, kill, go. Uh, Mary Solitaire, Boff, Ski Free, kill Minesweeper. I've always hated Minesweeper. Okay. I'm going to Mary Solitaire, Boff, Minesweeper, and kill Ski Free. Because fuck that Bigfoot thing that... Uh, yeah, Always good. I you. am thinking of the right thing. Right? Always that snow, abominable snowman. I'm going to go with Pete, because Minesweeper is pretty much the worst thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> so... Boo. All right. Scott says, the Gears franchise, the Halo franchise, and the Forza franchise. Mm. Mary Boff, kill, go. I'm going to make a tough decision here. Are you guys ready for this? What do you got? Mary Gears. Okay. Boff Forza. Kill Halo. Oh, my God. What have you done? I know. Oh. Care to expand on that? <laughs> yeah. I love Gears. Right. I will play okay. Gears forever. Okay. It satisfies my deep urge for shooters. That deep... Deeper. But, but you said Mary Forza. Or no, just oh no. Mary, Mary Gears. Gears. Oh, okay. Like I will live right. I will love it for a very long yeah, time. That's true. I'm gonna boff Forza because it is beautiful, sexy, sleek. You can the just the graphics and the lighting are so sexy. It'll keep it the dinner. lights on. Just wanna take it mm. to dinner. <laughs> um and it's fantastic racing. It's just so good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna counter you here. I think uh probably Mary Forza. Just because it gets sexier every year. It does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh, better with age, you're right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. You keep oh. getting uglier, it keeps getting prettier. Um, and the reason I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill Halo, because if I have to pick between two shooters, or to marry and boff different shooters, uh, I'm happy with the Halos that already exist. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming by killing Halo, we're killing any future Halos, and I can still live with the memories of Halo 1 and Halo 2 and Halo 3. Yeah, well, I look at killing um, Halo as sort of like if you were like on the Titanic and the option was to kill the child or kill the elderly woman. <laughs> Sophie's choice. Halo would be, <laughs> Halo would be the, the elderly woman in the room, so yeah, yeah let her go. Um, and then I would marry, or I would uh, boff gears because uh, I like to be held after... And, uh, and those, those guys. arms and those yeah. they got those big muscly arms that can hold, me on hold this a curb. guy like this guy like my size so yeah uh i'm sorry guys i gotta go uh halo yep gears i know forza in that order yeah you knew i knew <laughs> i don't have to explain myself <laughs> yeah. screw it man just gotta just gotta love that halo i'm excited about this next one yeah it's gonna be great <laughs> brandon so brandon brandon what was the unifying factor again who's the actor uh the dwayne rock? the rock johnson dwayne johnson <laughs> all right fast five get smart and be cool mary mm. boff kill go uh is be cool the I think spiritual he successor like a, to get shorty Yes. I think it is, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to marry that because it tried. Like a, a showgirl or something. It wasn't something. great, Yeah. but I'll marry that one. Uh, boff Fast Five because as dumb as it is, it's like Easy. sexy, hot yeah. car action. Yeah. Totally. And Kill Get Smart because I think an it was, hour and a half what I saw boners. that was just dumb. Yes, yeah. car boners. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you, Forza. Looking <laughs> good, hey. I'm going to marry Get Smart. I actually found that to be a pretty funny movie. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Good oh, and, and Steve Carell's a keeper. Yeah, totally. yeah, 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 and uh, Boff Fast Five for reasons um, Pete made clear, and uh, Kill Be Cool because it's the worst thing ever. But I'm gonna go Next back and do like a side Mary, side Mary for Tooth Fairy. I can't believe <laughs> that did not uh, get a shout out. Keep a keep a piece on the side. Going there polygamy you go. on it, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I I, I, I follow that. You love order. Tooth Fairy too. 
I do. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> I actually watched that movie, or most of it, and I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Like <laughs> most rock movies, though. Like, I, mean, I guess like the, the rock kind of sure. makes things crazy no matter what. What about the movie The Rock? The Rock starring You mean the greatest the movie ever? Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, man. Anything oh. with Nicolas Cage, man. What about Doom? You guys remember Doom? Oh, God. In Doom. I don't think oh, I actually geez. saw Doom. I don't think I did either. It's, I think yeah. it's on Netflix. So I'll have to... Yeah. That doesn't I mean think, you have yeah. to watch it. <laughs> Just that you can. You Although must. I, I'm getting ready to cancel my Netflix subscription. Oh, snap. Yes. Really? I never use it. I use Damn. Hulu all the time on the Xbox. I so. cut back. Mm. I don't get the discs anymore. Yeah, but I we still, finally I still chopped that off. Shit out of I stuff. realized I've had a disc sitting there for like six weeks. I'm oh, like, what am I doing? I Why am I paying the extra $7 or whatever? Yeah. Like, you feel obligated to watch that fucking movie, too. Yeah. It could yeah. be, like, the worst piece of shit ever. It but you have to, because... The Tooth Fairy, and you'd have to watch it. <laughs> it is the Tooth Fairy, value out of it? the subscription. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to send this back, but fuck, I gotta I watch, watch it, because it, it just came. I really just use uh, Netflix to watch reruns of 30 Rock, or just watch the AFC. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. For me, that's second, totally worth, like, second 30 bucks. Rock reference on this podcast. <laughs> Caught up on Breaking Bad and Mad Men. Excellent. Yeah. Using Netflix. Yeah. Nice. We tried the Downton Abbey, which everyone seems so thrilled about. I'm not. I'm not sold <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a slow burn. So yeah. I was in, I was in Austin for a week, and and my girlfriend like used that opportunity to catch up on uh, uh, Downtown Abbey or start and finish. Yeah, uh, yeah it's only to, a few episodes like, on the, the Netflix. Best of uh, of Tina Palacios, and mm. she, like she really liked it. But every like you know, every so often she'd be like, "You wanna do you wanna watch an episode? Do you wanna give it a shot?" And I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> I'm glad you experienced that while I was gone. Yeah. I, I, we don't have to experience it together. That's 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 cool. For me and my girlfriend, it's Battlestar. Yeah, it's mm. always. I'm always talking about Battlestar on this podcast, but I'm like, I've got her to the point where we're at like maybe a little over the halfway mark through season three. Yeah. So we just got one and a half to go. Man. And some shit's about to go down, <laughs> and I'm so excited for it because I've seen everything. I've yeah. seen the whole show. I've seen she everything. hasn't. So I like get to sit there and explain shit to yeah. her. Yeah. Pause the pause the the stream but then at the same time you're gonna be watching her face the whole time when (laughs) it goes down battlestar is the one exception where like she kind of out nerds me like i usually i'm subjecting (laughs) her to a lot of things and i've never seen an episode of battlestar and she's like oh my god it's amazing you gotta watch it i'm just like i i fail at nerding we just one episode will you'll be like holy shit i gotta watch all of this now well i i was like it's funny because like i i get kind of like these preconceptions about shows and i'm just like i wouldn't be interested in that and Mm -hmm. i did that with game of thrones and I was like, eh, I don't really like the whole yeah. fantasy thing, dragons and and um, you know, like medieval shit. And and, and um, <laughs> I got like violently ill one Sunday, and I watched an episode because it was on 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 demand. And um, I literally watched the entire first season in one day. Wow, it's amazing! Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm about to do that now that HBO <laughs> Go is on Xbox Live. I'm all over it. Yeah, that's, I ended that's up staying until like two a.m. Jesus. Because every episode ends with such a massive cliffhanger that you have to watch the next. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Can't anyway, wait. sorry. I'm way digression. I, I just derailed <laughs> this podcast left and right. No, it's great. I'm never coming back. That's awesome. loud back. That's Bro. actually our last MBK. So we're <laughs> good. Um, that does it for questions and answers, MBKs. If you have any more or you just want to shoot the shit, send us an email at unlocked.ign.com. Well, I think since there's three of us, we should pose the question MBK for each of us. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's DP. <laughs> I'm going to marry i don't know answer carefully <laughs> gonna yeah, marry that that careful. box with a, with a black wig on it there is you know weird <laughs> <laughs> things got awkward okay anyway 
So that's the email. Conversely, you can hit us up at Twitter at Podcast Unlocked, at P. Eichmann's, at IGN, at Stephen underscore Hopper is at me. Scott Lowe. And at Scott Lowe. At Scott Lowe. Yeah. All yeah. one word? Yeah. Okay, cool. Easy to remember. And at Scott Lowe. And our winner of the Sinmora <laughs> code, Sinemora, I guess is what it's called, Sinemora. is Bill Smith. Congratulations, Bill. Congrats, Bill. Um, we sent the code to you this afternoon, so check your inbox. You get to play some awesome non-bullet hell bullet hell they, they claim it's, it's not, not bullet, bullet hell it is bullet bill smith's yeah. made up i bet it was mitch <laughs> mitch is like yes <laughs> bill uh, smith yes that's the ticket uh, and uh pete you have man. an announcement for us ladies and gentlemen out there i have uh some news don't do this pete <sighs> don't do it don't do i've been man, on podcast you. unlocked since episode nine when they first announced mass effect 3 was getting delayed it is now episode 51. It has been a beautiful, amazing year. Probably one of the best working years of my life. One of the best years of my life. Hell, I got married and been working with some amazing folks here. But I am starting almost effective immediately. Don't worry, I didn't get fired. Uh, <laughs> I am leaving IGN to pursue an awesome opportunity that fell into my yeah. lap and I really mm. couldn't turn Pimping down. Pimping in New Mexico. Pimping in New Mexico. <laughs> I, I'm not ready to tell you guys all what it is just yet yeah. um but like steve already mentioned follow me on twitter mm -hmm. i'm gonna keep talking about video games i'm staying in the industry i still love video games and xbox and ign i'm not backstabbing them by doing something with one of those dirty dirty competitors <laughs> but yeah. uh stay in touch everyone out there like i still love games and i will still be gaming a lot i'm actually quitting to finish mass effect 3 <laughs> <laughs> you no. should uh you should come back and podcast i will Absolutely. i'll swing by because yeah. you, uh, like you're a you're a locksmith for life i am not competing so i can do things like that it'll yeah. be fun and uh, as as heartbreaking and sad as it is to see pete leave uh he is absolutely going to be missed on this podcast he's going to be missed as a presence on the ign editorial team on the Man. xbox team i've you know i've i've worked with pete for about six months now um he's an amazing guy brings such a tremendous amount of mm -hmm. energy and enthusiasm and uh but you know we we couldn't be happier for him we couldn't be more proud um, to see him go off on this new venture and we look forward to working with him more yeah on that regard like i said guys follow me on twitter p eichmann's p-e-y-k-e-m-a-n-s and i'll hit you up soon with what what's shaking mm. but Absolutely. keep listening to podcast unlock because a these guys are hilarious b they know their shit and c they love xbox and, and we're now gonna, i'm we're making myself a, a permanent member so. <laughs> scott <laughs> basically is getting my awesome. unlocked spot. my title is podcast derailer <laughs> <laughs> It's on. But thank yeah. you guys for being such awesome fans throughout and all the great feedback you guys have given and all the great emails you guys have sent in. Um, I appreciate every single moment of we'll getting to do what Call I've gotten to do. We will. That was a <laughs> lovely weekend. <sighs> yeah. All right, Pete. Since uh, this is your final official podcast unlock, we'd like to see you back, obviously. Yeah. But you get to say the meta achievement. What is the meta achievement? Oh, man. I don't know. What do we got? She just takes out with a song. <laughs> Show us that beautiful. Oh, we are bring that dust back. in the wind. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. Anchorman Two got a. They're gonna make. Did you guys get that announcement? Oh my Derail. <laughs> gonna be awesome. Uh, uh, Meta achievement is. Tell us what your favorite Xbox Next promotional game is. Trials, Fable, so Heroes, Arcade Next, right? Arcade Next. Okay. Cool. Uh, Minecraft or Bloodforge. Yeah, totally. Which one are you most looking forward to? Still Trials Evolution. Can't wait. This is a, a or you pretty... could say Fez is the five day previous outlier. There you go. Fez, Fez can. I'll, we'll put Fez yeah. on that list. Go rogue, man. <laughs> that game Just go is the rogue. Shit. Even if it is only two hundred Microsoft points or uh, gamer points, I guess. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, send that to us. Uh, it'd be worth what? Let's say ten. Yeah, it's a pretty points. easy one. It's an easy answer. Okay. Uh, so again, I can't thank you guys enough for being awesome listeners, awesome fans. Um, we will meet again one day somehow. Absolutely. Somewhere. And uh, thank you, locksmiths, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Bye. You get the final bleep bloop, peep. Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. <laughs>